Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Buying a home can feel like navigating uncharted waters. Redfin agents can help. They'll answer your questions with honest advice so you know exactly what you're getting into. They'll also help you tour as many homes as you want and show you what it takes to make a winning offer. With a Redfin agent on your side, you can sail straight to your dream home. Local expertise from Redfin. That's real estate done right. Tour subject to property and agent availability. Virginia Office Falls Church, VA. 4-4-7-5-9-7-7-3-2. Hello, my name is Dahi Odroni, and there will be no encore. Uh, Dave Hannardy is out for a few weeks. He's started um, posting a song a week on Twitter professionally now. So that's all he's doing from now on. He's completely given up. Uh, joining, he's me, completely <laughs> given up. joining me on, on, in studio is uh, Head Stuff and No Encore regular Craig Fitzpatrick. Yeah, I'm here. That's weird, isn't <laughs> and it? And he's the only No Encore member. That's because really, Cullum really is in the south of France. <laughs> and also with us is uh, Head Stuff writer and Golden Plaque writer, uh, Andrea Cleary. Hi, How are you getting on? I believe the term is. Ethnomusicologist, oh. sorry. <laughs> Former Hello. recovering ethnomusicologist. <laughs> um, yeah, like I was talking to Alan, who is um, Papa Headstuff um, before the show, and he was saying, Yeah, I think this is the first time it's only one of you guys. And they said, And it's you. So yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. What does the that mean? Supposed to be out most of the time. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I think if you look back through the records, I'm not out that often. Well, see, I think usually when I'm out, it's dramatic though. Like I've slept yeah, you're missed, in. You're, missed <laughs> more, yeah, else. you're sort of the straight man though. You're you're like the you're, you're our representative. One. Exactly. Yeah. I'm the man yeah. of the people. The man yeah. of the people. Okay. Yeah, sure. I feel like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sure. That works. Um, yeah. So I'm kind of feeling a bit threatened as well because we have a music expert in Dre, like a proper one with proper qualifications. And we have Dahi, who is like, 
What, what is it? Captain Fiddle? Captain Fiddle. I think that's the, that's the name. I mean, that's pretty around. special. Um, <laughs> I'm just a what, embittered hack, I believe is the term. And also joining us right now is a very special guest, another musician. So I'm totally outnumbered. Um, a new album that is out now, the fantastic Realign. Let's hear a tiny sample of that. This is Fire. Joining us in studio now is Slow Skies, uh, Karen Sheridan. Uh, welcome to the studio. Thank you very much. Woo! Thanks very much. Come on, guys. You have a brand new album coming out tomorrow, which is called Realign. Yes. Um, yeah. It's strange. Like we were, we were talking when you were coming up the stairs about how I was trying to remember the last time uh, we met each other, and it was about three years ago, wasn't it? Yeah. In, in Iceland, and then I mean, your last EP was about 2014 or something. It's yeah. Been like quite a long it's time. A long since yeah. stint. Right. Yeah. It took me a long time to kind of write what I wanted to write for mm. the album. I wrote a lot of terrible stuff in in the <laughs> interim um and yeah i kind of just i was i was writing a lot of stuff you know over dance tracks and that sort of thing and it was just really monotonous i just was writing terrible um and then i suppose like i finished up writing this album at the end of 2015 mm. so that was probably when i saw you and i sent so it's actually quite a long time yeah but then you know yourself, like just getting things recorded and doing other things. It yeah, just takes, it takes time, time to, yeah. to get out stuff, into the yeah. world. I always wonder, like with musicians, how can you kind of gauge when, as you say, I wrote some terrible stuff. Uh, how can you gauge when you have done that? Because obviously it's a creative thing. It's flowing out of you. What's you the know, kind of perimeters of, is it just a good thing? Is it? I think some people are able to write songs just on demand. Like, you mm. know, like songwriters for bands and, yeah. you know, like One Direction or whatever. Mm. I feel like that's just, I just cannot do that. Like, all the stuff I write when someone tells me so if someone gives me a brief yeah that's when I'm like kind of freezes nah. you up almost yeah. Yeah, yeah it just doesn't feel so I think the only way I know if I'm happy with the song is if it actually has connected right yeah, yeah. Do you that's just you have to spend a lot of time with a song yeah. to figure out if you like but it but then sometimes it kind of it, it kind of depends I think sometimes you might just write something because you feel like writing and it just comes out very quickly and then other times you might be just you know, plugging away at the same kind mm. of song for a year or mm. whatever. Really just depends. There's no kind of right or wrong, but I just... Because even listening to the album as well, it just feels like you're, you're very kind of, you seem to be working through stuff for every song kind yeah. of thing. So they, they're incredibly personal, right? Like yeah, yeah. Really, yeah. They really are actually, yeah. which is weird because I think I kind of shied away from that before. It was all mm. very much reverb vocal, you know, lots of things. Right. Not that the, the music was ever very big, but um, I very much wanted it to be just like you know, very stripped back. Yeah. Very much just exactly what I wanted to say. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. It feels like your voice is a lot more kind of confident in this one as well. I mean, yeah. especially with fire and stuff, there seems to be, I don't know, like a, a lot of your earlier stuff was very much that they had a lot of kind of a, this amazing like delicacy and stuff. Whereas yeah. when you're coming from this side now, it feels like that you, you're kind of, you're a bit more decided on what you're doing, really. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I definitely do feel more confident. Mm. But that just takes time. Like, of you course, know, when I started yeah. out, I was, you know, like I could barely play guitar, do you know. <laughs> like I actually had, you know, the guitar in the album is me, right. and it was never before it because I was just too scared of playing. Do you know, I, I could always sing and I could always write, but like I think that was just a confidence thing, mm. and just that's just time just spent songwriting 
singing and just really plugging away at it like it's not glamorous at all yeah. you're just sitting there day after day so was there any kind of one moment where you thought okay i'm finally on the right track or <gasps> as you say was it just a gradual thing of you finally it was a real you were, unfolding yeah yeah just after the fact yeah. yeah like i i went to sweden and i was on this writing retreat in 2014 like that's when I started writing it and I just remember like having all this time I think I was there for five weeks and I had all this time to write like every day you could write whatever and I and are just, you like kind of with a group of just kind of so that was the thing I applied for and yeah. it was like three three individuals right okay so one was from New York one was from Brussels did you just and me along? yeah we actually did and we, thank God imagine <laughs> I know and actually it wasn't like all sitting on top of each other which was good but we all kind of just socialised with yeah. the locals and it was like a town of 600 people so it was really really small and it was lovely but I did no writing at all well the writing I did was pretty bad and I had one song from there so that was kind of like okay I'm happy with that song and then it just took another year or so for me to just write and I think it's just life experience if you don't have anything to write about yeah of course you kind of just out of your I think sometimes there's this expectation with musicians or artists or kind of artistic people that if if they allot themselves this time they'll yeah. write the album or if they yeah. if they just quit their job for a year they'll write the novel and, st- exactly. and sometimes it just doesn't happen and that's mm. fine <laughs> yeah I know and it's a lot of pressure to put on yourself to just yeah. be like right I have to and I think I just got really stuck in that and I just had to kind of strip everything back and just go like you know if I don't write anything it's fine mm. you know I had other things going on and if I do brilliant yeah. but I kind of had the space I had some time and I just kind of used that and then eventually it kind of just came together. But that was very much me taking the pressure off myself yeah. to do that. So, And does it feel different this time with such a stripped back kind of personal sound now? Does it feel different on the eve of the release? Does it feel like there's something extra going out? Or? Yeah, I'm definitely more excited. Okay, It definitely feels very, I don't know, I just feel very proud of it. Mm. You know, I feel like... Mm. It's exciting just to release something that you just have spent a lot of time, put a lot of care and yeah. time and detail into it, you know. Course, yeah. And yeah. so when you're when you're writing then you're kind of you said you're kinda of writing with a acoustic guitar yeah. kind of thing. And then yeah. you worked with kind of Bert Quinn to produce yes, it and which is cool. just looking at the list of um, musicians on it and stuff as well. We yeah. were saying before like yeah, my, it's quite my major uh, musician crush in Ireland is Michael Quinn. <laughs> oh I know. Yeah. He's like, unreal. Unbelievable. I know. Stuff he's done with Dermot Kennedy and everything is incredible. I know, as well. he's just fantastic. I almost feel kind of bad putting him on my my songs because it's so simple <laughs> so much more like so he's just like really restrained just like this is cool and I'm like I hope you love it you know yeah, but like simplicity is hard yeah and, so he, and that's the thing he is a proper musician and I think someone told me before that like drummers you know like they really there's it's hard to find a drummer that's a real musician and they right. have to they have to really like take care of a song and you know if it doesn't need loads of drums yeah, they yeah, should be able to not to, and yeah. he's so so into that. Amazing. Like, and he's he's brilliant. Yeah, yeah. Just delighted to have him. He's played with us live as well, which that's is that's right. Yeah, yeah. And will he, yeah. Will, so the kind of the band that you've coming up. I know you're playing in the uh, the Fumbly Stables on the 17th of May. Yes, yeah. So that's going to be quite intimate. That's okay, just going to be me. Uh, I don't know if you know Pat O'Leary. Yeah, and I have yeah. a tribe. Okay, he's great. playing keys, and then Connell, who's playing electric brilliant. guitar as well. Okay, so we just awesome. just with the space, it's just yeah, yeah, nicer to keep it. Home doing that show, are they? Yeah, great. Yeah, exactly. Okay, 
Yeah. As Dahi kind of said, I mean, it sounds like a lot on a lot of the record you're working through stuff, but it mm. also comes from. It's interesting. We're going to be talking about John Hopkins' new album in oh, a little cool. bit, and he's very much coming from a place with this record. Not to kind of spoiler it, um, <laughs> but <laughs> like, of, like a meditative it. thing, and just like he's been trying different techniques to kind of help him s- sort through stuff, and I feel like that comes true in the music, and it does as well with your record. Would that be true to say for you? Um. What do you mean? Like just like well, I know you talked before about kind of being into yoga, different practices. Kind of does it feel kind of spiritually informed in that way? I I do feel like um, when I kind of started like the kind of second phase of writing, yeah. like I kind of just went, oh, I just need to leave for a while. And I did. I started my yoga teacher training, and it definitely felt like it was kind of just like stripped back more right. because I was. Yeah. I don't know. I was just like more focused on myself and. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely, it does feel like that. It feels like more, um, I don't think I'd be able to write those songs without having that, if you know what I mean, that in the background, along with other things, you know. Mm. Um, But I think, I suppose with yoga, like it's very much like, you know, stripping everything away being very true to yourself yeah. so it makes sense it's not when I do yoga yeah. <laughs> sort of falling over I mean, I mean yeah. like tree pose like a mofo but the rest <laughs> is shambolic <laughs> I say that now and I'm the exact yeah. same I do a pretty slick happy baby that's oh like, that's a lovely that's the one, one for me that's me and my one. friend were talking about that it's quite hard to not like fall over oh it's when lovely you're and if you fall over you're already on the ground it's yeah. fine yeah. <laughs> it's all just lovely <laughs> yoga <Yeah>. chats <laughs> Dahi your favourite yoga I've never done yoga before you seem so zen yeah. yeah, probably yeah. don't need it. Yeah, yeah. I'm very, very you know? calm, very controlled. After the show, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll sort well, yeah, that we'll out. Get it done. Yeah, yeah. 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 So we'll start another podcast. Yoga <laughs> oh, that'll be pretty handy. Well, Karen, thanks for coming in. Um, good luck with the album. It's yeah. great. You don't yeah, need any luck, yeah. I don't think. Um, so Thank yeah, you. it's out now. If you're listening to this, mm. uh, realign. Yeah. Definitely so check it out. And yeah, Fumbali stables Thursday, May seventeenth. So be there as well. Thank you. Thank you so much. Okay, so let's get into the news, shall we? Yeah. Um, the first big, up, the big music news. <laughs> Eurovision. Eurovision. Yeah, we're in it. That time Come on. <laughs> How big Eurovision fans are you guys? Are you oh, massive fans? I, I like. I couldn't give a rat's <laughs> ass. <laughs> but un- unless I'm watching it, if you put me in front of a yeah, TV, right. oh, yeah, yeah. so I watched like the last ten minutes of it the other night <laughs> and didn't know that it was on. Just yeah. popped it on. Was like, is Ireland in this? Cool, grand. Watched like the last ten minutes. <laughs> Then we got through yeah, in yeah. the last slot that in the we last had. Slot. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. amazing. I was on my couch. It was like we'd it's scored. I was on my couch. I was, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the safest song that I've ever come across in the history of the world. It's like Nathan Carter meets Ed Sheeran, like perfectly aligned, completely like inoffensive, as inoffensive as you can possibly get, right? Yeah, I mean, Ryan Shock and see who, uh, I guess, came to fame through like being on reality came shows to stuff. Uh, yeah, came to f- somewhat fame, minor. Talent, I mean, he's got a couple of million views yeah, on yeah. Like YouTube. Views he had his, yeah, he had a thing. It's pretty well known. I think it was totally serviceable. I can see what they were going for. <laughs> it, you know, it maybe taps into that Ed Sheeran yeah, demographic yeah. maybe a little bit. Um, what did we make of the dancing and stuff? Is was, that a bit it was really weird. The weird thing was that they brought like the bench from outside Luigi Malone's yeah. in Vicker Street, like and just like stuck it there, like you know, which is super strange. And then they also, she was obviously like, they obviously were like trying to create this like big kind of show with these dancers around yeah. it, and they probably needed one more extra thing, and then they couldn't come up with anything, and then it starts snowing, and they're like, of oh, course, because it snowed, <laughs> amazing. And I think it would have been progressive about ten years ago, but it is the Eurovision, so yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'd say we'd go down well in that kind of area and stuff. Yeah. Um, do we think there's going to be much of a hope of it winning? 
I have no. Do you know what? It's all political now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like we we've won it the most amount of times. That's true. That's right? seven, so, isn't it? Yeah, seven times. Johnny Logan, bring it home to gold. That, that's the thing. <laughs> it's like, been it's been like over twenty years, though, hasn't it? Has it? The voice. I am the voice. Of it. That was the nineties. I was in primary school. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. No, so, oh yeah. Well, the first, the last time we got through, through even to the final was 2013. Yeah. Right. That was the last time. I don't. But yeah, we haven't won it in in years. Dahi, when are you going to do it? I feel like you're clean cut enough. Every single you year, might be too I edgy, get people though. like tweeting me and, and DM oh, really? me all the time, going like, uh, "When are you going to do it?" Like, I think. There, isn't there some kind of rule that if you have like an album already out or something that you can't do it? Or like, what's I'm pretty the story? sure Ryan has an album out. And like, yeah, it's a weird one. So, Dahi, what the what the hell? Like, what, <laughs> what the hell, Dahi? <laughs> Generally, I wouldn't say it's the smartest career move of all time. I would yeah. say it's it's not like definitely. <laughs> what about Abba, Dahi? Yeah, yeah. Well, Abba, yeah. I, I mean, I guess so. Yeah, I don't know. You I, could like, be the Abba of the West. <laughs> <laughs> if you were ever you already, you, are. Could, you could probably do it under pseudonym or something and produce it to somebody else or yeah. something. Of course, I can't sing at all, so I'd definitely have to get somebody else in. Oh, first. neither can anybody else. Yeah, yeah. Oh, right. Okay, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. That's fair. Well, one person we'll probably never see at Eurovision <laughs> this is what we call a segue guys <laughs> Coleman Dave I hope are listening to this and going amazing well done <laughs> DJ Khaled um, in the news for it's all the wrong reasons um, it's not about the music sadly <laughs> or thankfully is with it DJ ever, Khaled is, is it ever about the music DJ Khaled? Khaled? it's usually about like the kind of bigger stars he can rope into being on his awful tracks <laughs> um, but no this is more controversial DJ Khaled has said that he does not perform oral sex on women because there are different rules for men um this wasn't said recently this was 2015 it was unearthed it was it resurfaced um i, I love that yeah. people were digging yeah, through yeah. It. in the, in the ruins Khaled. of the internet like just brushing away and this came across this why, little nugget you know like, like pay for your papers guys pay for your news <laughs> this is the kind of hard-hitting journalism that we are yeah. missing in the world I, I would love to give a shout out to whoever i grabbed this story off online because this is an amazing line um but i can't think of it right now apologies but yeah the quote is a woman should praise the man the king says the 42 year old rapper and weight watcher social media ambassador (laughs) if you're holding it down for your woman i feel like the woman should praise and a man should praise the queen but you know should should i keep reading yes my way of praising is called haha how was dinner you like the house you living in you like all them clothes you getting he adds he's not he's not finished yet yeah he adds i'm taking care of your family i'm taking care of my family you know i'm putting in the work (laughs) so he makes a very persuasive argument there i feel you know dj khaled no one's asking you to do anything you don't want to (laughs) do this is true you know but but also like why why is he so mean about the women that he's with what's going on because he's a complete douchebag yeah, right he's, he's been with his wife for years though right he has like a kid he's and married like, he's, yeah he's fully married that's, that's, this is what we're like this is the problem the oh king don't stay on the market right <laughs> yeah, yeah he needs a queen right oh. um, well there's been outcry um, from all the regular sources like Smash Mouth yeah yeah um, <laughs> internet Smash Mouth and internet's Dwayne the Rock Johnson yeah so Smash Mouth tweeted a king who doesn't is no king at all um, fair comment and then Dwayne the Rock Johnson replied saying ahem clears throat as a man I take great pride in mastering all performances this is probably a little too much information I will now quietly excuse myself from this fun thread and we should probably this excuse ourselves <laughs> from this new story <laughs> this is the worst part about this story is all of the men coming out to talk about how they do perform oral sex on women and I'm like so I'm just trying to go on Twitter <laughs> like I'm just trying to get some news I don't want to I don't want to like hear a about very what- easy like viral pile up like you can just imagine yeah. all their like the 
the teams behind them going, hey, now you've got to tweet something yeah. about this because this is going to work really well. Yeah, yeah, it's certainly not the wives saying it Do you anyway. think this no, will hurt his sure. career? Or do you think, you know, it's a case where the art is so great that you have to separate the <laughs> artist from the act um, or non-act in this case? This won't hurt his career in the slightest. Yeah, and it's quite grim. Uh, like the story wraps up talking about how big he is musically. Um, this is nuts, actually. Ed Sheeran and DJ Khaled have both made it to number one on the Billboard Hot 100 chart in the past year. Sheeran came out on top with a single Perfect back in December, whereas Khaled star-studded I'm the One reigned supreme last May. Now, the artists' respective hits have achieved yet another milestone. Each have racked up one billion views for their videos. So, yeah. Billion views for this dude, who... Hasn't I'd say produced in years? Hasn't sang? It's not all he hasn't <laughs> in done in years. years. There's an amazing like snap. <laughs> there's an amazing Snapchat of him like uh, somebody who's like, oh yeah, he's killing it in the studio, and he's just going another one in like six or seven different ways, and then just rattle it out to like six or seven tunes. Like it's a yeah. factory. It's mad. Let's move on to all together better people. Elon Musk and Grimes. <laughs> I don't know. They about are that, now. <laughs> oh really? Okay, let's talk about this um, because Elon Musk and Grimes appear to be dating um, the Ross and Rachel of our time. I think yeah. Agree. yeah. yeah. <laughs> just been waiting for it to happen I love how they got together we'll talk about that in a minute but the new couple arrived at the Met Gala which was uh, I've only seen the pictures but it was stunning I also love that running Jason Derulo joke Gala as well, like. have we all seen this no. is it Jason Derulo it is Jason Derulo so every year at the after the Met Gala someone posts a photo of some random dude who I think <laughs> was like trying to break into the Cannes Film Festival and he tripped and fell and he's like falling down the red carpet stairs and people just post oh Jason Derulo totally just fell down the stairs <laughs> at the Met Gala and it gets like like tens of thousands Amazing. of retweets Aww. and every year yeah people are Jason Derulo fantastic um, but that didn't happen what, what did happen was um, Elon and Grimes were stepping out together um, Dahi your thoughts <laughs> you seem to have a, <laughs> the sigh there I don't know. Like, yeah, Elon Musk is a weird one because he's very kind of I don't know he has this like hero Iron Man image or whatever okay. but from what and we've talked about this before his kind of general relationship stuff is kind of a mess right like it's sure. a real disaster his first wife wrote this like insane piece about how during their first dance during the wedding he was like on the alpha in this relationship oh and, like, really okay. there's like loads of stuff about this first wedding uh, he's like he's from South Africa as well so mm. it's quite a kind of a, a very different outcome look on and how to treat women and stuff I guess um, and then the second one which is a video that we've watched a, a good few times which is this, yes, Tallulah, this is sensational uh, yeah who's come over from like England Tallulah she's, Riley she's yeah, just married him and uh, they're in their house and uh, he has like all his kids around and everything and she's just kind of like oh well you know sometimes I just want to kind of run away and never come back you know and he's like what really and she's like no <laughs> of course not but there's yeah. a, that amazing thing where like there's a problem kind of with his kids or like one of them has nicked something and instead of dealing with it he's just like well here for example is exactly what happens and he's just like this is you know oh, uh, computation blah 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 he just seems like a dude that's hyper analytical and is probably like with that alpha thing yeah. I'm guessing he just like read loads of books and he was like here's what you do if you're a normal human yeah. assert your dominance in yeah, it yeah, yeah. Uh, stick yeah. your head and this, this whole thing seems like super weird especially with the Grimes thing as well because I mean he's talked again and again about how he doesn't really like to put his social life out there and Grimes wouldn't be the type of person to kind of do this either so it feels really weird that this is all like she's wearing like the Tesla necklace lace at the Met Gala yeah. and they've like he's designed the dress and they've obviously released this like press release thing talking about how they know each other or how they like got the joke right yeah okay so the, the duo apparently bonded over a niche and very nerdy joke this um, joke is incredible and he's subtly <laughs> been flirting on Twitter for about a month um yeah according to page six um th- this is the reason um Musk wanted to tweet a joke about AI but Grimes had already made the joke Dre do you want to uh, talk us through what exactly this joke is so 
Rocco's Basilic is a thought experiment that questions the risks of AI. It hypothesizes a reality where potential robot overlords take over and punish humans who didn't help bring it into existence. Yeah, and which it? Rococo. Rococo is a style from the end of the French Baroque period, characterized by ornate decorations, dense ornaments, and theatrical symmetry. Both of them, <laughs> at different right. points in, <laughs> okay. in time, right. thought of the idea of combining the two into Rococo Basilic. That's the punchline. <laughs> and the two of them thought it was great. And they met on Twitter because of this And there was like joke. flirting going on and people like tweeting at Elon Musk being like, just ask her out already. And he was like, winky face. Also, that's totally him. the name of their first child as well, isn't it? That's just a given. Rococo. Yeah, 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 that's pretty good actually. I feel like this is all one big joke that only Grimes is in on. I don't even think Elon Musk is in on it. Maybe, because he even, like he was then asked by a Twitter user what his favourite crime song was. Um, Musk said that he had two, Flesh Without Blood and Kill V Main. Yeah, the two singles. <laughs> 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 Yeah, he was in front Our of a laptop angels. at the time and just yeah, wrote her to Spotify really yeah, quickly. They might well be her two top trending ones on yeah. Spotify. I don't know. Yeah. You never know. It could be a great match. They could be really, really happy together. He could have changed. It might be fantastic. And he's going to get us to Mars. So let's he's going to get her to Mars to record the ultimate album. That's going to be Grimes like. playing a gig on Mars would be fantastic <laughs> with Dahi as support. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wish and them she, all, all the best for the future. She's also talking about she has a kind of a whole new album coming out or I guess a whole pile of new music as well. Yeah, she's got a deep well of shit. Apparently, <laughs> I just took a month off. She told fans earlier this year, adding that a lot of insane shit went down, and I'm reorienting my whole life. I think now I'm screwing my head back on. She's got Elon, of course, yeah. uh, so it's all looking up. <laughs> and she can finish the album fast. Um, and she seems to have yeah a lot of material, as we said. So fingers crossed, we'll get something soon because she is awesome. She is, she awesome. is great. She is great. Speaking of relationships and people coming together, <laughs> <laughs> um, we can use that for all of it. <laughs> right after. Katy Perry had done a nice thing for Taylor Swift and that famous feud had come to an end Taylor Swift lashed out at Kim Kardashian as her tour kicked off so yeah if you were expecting an olive branch between T-Swift and Kim K don't hours after revealing <laughs> an apparent reconciliation with Katy Perry Swift opened up her tour by talking about her ongoing feud um, obviously this goes back to when Kim kind of exposed Taylor's dishonesty over the whole Kanye famous Bruhaha, I want to say. <laughs> yeah. um, there was a very long speech um, where she talked about a couple of years ago, someone called me a snake on social media. We all remember it. And it caught on. And then a lot <laughs> of people it. call me a lot of names. And she kind of goes on to say that actually, um, basically, I wanted to send a message to you guys that if someone uses names, a calling to bu- a name calling to bully you on social media, and even if a lot of people jump on board with it, that doesn't have to defeat you. It can strengthen you instead. So, um, yeah, she was being bullied. Apparently, she's not she's not a robot. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, I suppose people did jump on her. But she, she was... Just, just, the whole thing, though, like, all that stuff seems like the most, like, basic Instagram posts that anybody mm. kind of put out. You know, like, oh, you know, the haters, you know, you just got to get over it, kind of own your stuff as yeah. well. It's nothing new, like, I mean... <laughs> and it's nothing that she didn't say when it happened right. back in yeah, 2015. Yeah, exactly. She kind of got on the defensive ago. and been like... By all accounts, she'd given permission to Kanye and then opted to go, what? Yeah. I'm yeah, like the victim. Yeah. So yeah, it's kind and of And the thing is like, I mean, she she released Reputation last year and mm-hmm. it's very clear now that since she's still banging on about these, both of these feuds. Yeah. That it's like what, two years like, now, Yeah, like what, what she wanted to say in Reputation clearly didn't 
get across across. in the way that she wanted it to because she's still having to bang on it like we're all and the Katy Perry thing we're just so bored yeah Yeah, I guess Katy Perry was bored with it because um, basically she sent her an actual olive branch she sent it with a nice note enclosed saying hey old friend I've been doing some reflecting on past miscommunications and hurt feelings between us Um, basically we couldn't read the rest of the note but they're all good now can you imagine being in a whatsapp group with these people no. I can imagine so being friends with these people I know. and you have an argument and they send you a literal olive branch oh with a mail all the grand oh statements it's also passive aggressive isn't yeah. it yeah. this is what happens when you've got money <laughs> <laughs> and nothing to do yeah, yeah. <laughs> underhanded <laughs> tactics speaking, speaking of, of which Dahi Tidal my favourite music streaming service Everyone's that I was signed up favorite to yeah, 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 that yeah. I couldn't get out of for so You're so long I'm out I'm free I also recently got out of Audible. Oh, was, really? yeah. I actually like Audible. Did you listen but I to West Cork? No. Oh, oh you got to get Audible. Go really? Am I going back in? Yeah, I've yeah, used all my credit. Okay, I'm going back in. Yeah, go back <laughs> in. Title, anyway, yeah, they've been accused of massively inflating Beyonce and Kanye streaming numbers. Um, now, it should be noted they've issued a strong denial um, and really said have, that yeah. this is um, a smear campaign. But basically, what is being said, Dahi? Yeah, I mean, it's it's basically there's a Norwegian newspaper that I'm not going to even try and pronounce. If only Colin was here. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, yeah. Um, he probably knows it pretty well, I'm presuming. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, they wrote this kind of very big open piece, um, this very um, large kind of uh, uh, article talking about how they inflated numbers. They had gotten a hard drive um, that basically had uh, the, the proof in it um, and they got it all analysed and stuff and announced that um, the study found over 320 million false plays of Lemonade and... Um, the Life of Pablo the, the songs, Life of Pablo yeah. songs um, affecting over 1.7 million users and it's, it's kind of really strange as well because it seems like they've been using people's accounts to play songs when people don't really know oh about it God. can you imagine that fecking up your like uh, algorithms yeah. it'd be the most annoying thing in the world you know but they really really came out against, against it really they kind of but they, uh, they pointed to one user who played um, the Life of Pablo track 96 t- uh, tracks 96 times within yeah, a day yeah. probably me, like. that's exactly <laughs> what else was anyone else doing when Pablo came out or when Lemonade came out yeah, like yeah, come yeah, on exactly, Would, yeah. yeah 54 of them be coming in the middle of night. yeah and yeah, like, what? What? <laughs> I, do, I really don't see the problem here so basically all they're judging it on is kind of suspicious looking activity Does, yeah. doesn't seem like what normal people like, would look, do could okay. Tidal have been GDPR compliant sure they're not but also it's all like this newspaper doesn't seem to be sourcing anything like yeah, this yeah, yeah, like yeah. We're, we're not given anything to work with here it's it's very very questionable yeah and they've done pieces um, against title before they seem to have a real chip on their shoulder with title actually yeah it's strange uh, well ever, everybody does and people also have chips on their shoulder about beyond uh, about lemonade doing as well as it did and, true, and yeah. any opportunity to kind of take credit away from black artists people are going to jump on it yeah, so, yeah. Of course. I mean titles ones where I'm totally behind um, the cause and the idea of kind of empowering artists and as a service guys seriously sort it out yeah yeah <laughs> speaking of a service to humanity uh, <laughs> Donald Glover uh, it's Donald Glover Appreciation Week this week Yay. is it not it's been the most amazing week for that man well we'll see <laughs> I oh, no. not a fan I feel like we're all too positive on this team this week it's yeah. just oh, like really? I have yeah, to yeah. be the Dave Contrarian maybe and be like okay. no he sucks but let's let's yeah let's play on to this so he first of all he was on Saturday Night Saturday Night Live um, hosting um, where he did it all he showed himself to he be a great. real renaissance man he's really um, unbelievable yeah really funny sketches um, which is pretty rare 
for SNL, I think. These days. It's, like, it's yeah, yeah, been yeah. pretty grim for the last couple of years, it feels like to me, a lot of the time. Um, but the, yeah, the the two the two main kind of sketches that they did, I thought that was really good, was the Kanye Place, the Kanye Place one. The Kanye like, Place. It was based on Quiet Place, the horror film. Which was we really, really good. Kanye yeah. loved it. He was on Twitter, remarkably. Was he? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah, he was on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> he was on Twitter, was he? Okay. Uh, and <laughs> the Michaels one was really good as well, I thought. Yeah. yeah, yeah was friend like, us, genuinely yeah. Genuinely funny. Yeah, yeah that was very his, good. His well. opening monologue was great as well. Like, yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. he, he's like he's so good at everything if I was good at one thing <laughs> as much as he's good at everything I mean you look at Atlanta came out just oh, the yeah. start of March the are you guys season. watching yeah, well, no, I have to get yeah. into oh, it it's really the best thing on television yeah. at the moment I yeah um, it's actually incredible and then of course this new song which we'll be talking about later on as well um, he's just been doing really really amazing stuff you know he has, but kind of most importantly, and what really captured people's imagination was, well, he performed two songs, um, one of which then arrived with a video, mm-hmm. um, This Is America. Um, and I guess we talk maybe a little about the video, first of all, because it yeah. will be in our songs of the week um, coming up a little later. But yeah, I mean, it's crazy the numbers it's done yeah. already. Yeah. It must it's, be up in like 15 million, yeah. 20 million. Yeah, it's already like eclipsed like videos that were in the top 10 for all of last year. Yeah. Yeah. And like it really felt like the, the the morning when when it when everybody started watching it at least at this side of the pond, it was one of those days where something dropped. You know, it had it hadn't yeah. happened in a while. And you know, people are you're getting texts, yeah, these yeah, the WhatsApp yeah, yeah. groups like, did you see this? Did you see this? It really felt like a big moment mm-hmm. in music that we haven't, I don't think, had this year. Um, certainly not in hip hop, and like we're halfway through the year now so it was totally it was about time that somebody kind of took ownership yeah. of the summer <laughs> or, I, I yeah. really love how many like of these like huge like breakdown pieces there were and obviously oh, like, yeah. the main thing the main takeaways was kind of you know like he's dancing in front of the the uh, the camera so that the the background scenes are being distracted distraction from. yeah and, like people were tweeting this and my favorite thing to do all week was to go on Twitter to see these people taking these real hot takes about this whole thing yeah and then the next tweet up would be like oh my god the Met Gala was so great it was yeah. so good and yeah. like completely misses the point like, once again like it was it was yeah. crazy There's but the white horse it's like death and then yeah, yeah. And, like hell is the cop car following it and like yeah um, it was very intricate he's like an amazing kind of producer of stuff um, yeah, yeah. super talented guy does the song stand on its own we will find out later um, yeah but we've much more to get to um, with that said we have an album of the week to get to and it's one Dahi is extremely excited about very excited very excited altogether. so maybe before we get to it we'll have a little listen this is Emerald Rush and it's taken from John Hopkins Singularity So track two there from a nine-track album, which is quite the humongous, monstrous listen. It's big in every respect <laughs> of the word. Um, it's been eagerly anticipated since Immunity. It really is. Um, how, ta- how much do you guys know about John Hopkins before this is a, is a good question. I've 
or orbited kind of mm. things that he's done. It's I would good m- more, more so. <laughs> yeah. um, I'd more so be familiar with collabs that he's. Mm. Done yeah, like yeah. he, he came to my attention right. probably through the more mainstream and yeah. pop stuff. Immunity, mm. of course. Um, um, it's probably a two-week period where yeah, well. I, yeah, I listen to it quite a lot. But he wouldn't be someone I'm following closely. Um, or feel like I'm in, in a position so this review should go well in a position to comment <laughs> on what he does I'm just kind of like baffled by his work yeah, I'm yeah. sort of so, the yeah. same I'm sort I'm coming into I, I came into this album relatively blind yeah, yeah. and I haven't had like a deep dive into yeah. electronic music yeah. in, in a couple of years now which was why this was just such it was like splashing cold water on my face it was it amazing really, it, really it was is. so yeah. refreshing yeah. Like. so Dahi maybe you can kind of put it put contextualise yeah. John Hopkins in the yeah um, so basically he, he started out as a kind of a producer in um, in London um, he used to work for Brian Eno and yeah. he also did some stuff for Coldplay he was doing a lot of piano work for Coldplay weirdly enough because this is pretty pretty far away <laughs> from it um, and then he started doing his own kind of albums this is, this is quite far into his own kind of solo record stuff um, his kind of I think he came into a kind of quite a large kind of prominence and qu- quite well known from his last album which is called Immunity yeah. um, and that album was pretty huge in the, kind of the dance music scene he played in um, Body and Soul a couple of times as well and is quite well known for that these really kind of really really well known shows he has these incredible shows I've seen him about three or four times is he big into um, like visual lights he kind of he has these three um, uh, controllers that are called chaos pads and basically what they are is he just kind of he can use his hands to kind of run his fingers across them and they create these kind of the type of sounds that you get off the the record these weird kind of sucky noises out of the sounds oh, and everything okay. and it's just it's the most hypnotic thing that I've ever seen in a live show um, I was in Reykjavik for Iceland Airways a couple of years ago and he played and it was this entire like it was about an audience about the size of the Olympia or something like that and there wasn't a phone up every single person was just completely in a trance and like I had never seen somebody control a crowd so well okay. he's he's absolutely incredible at this stuff and I think as you can probably hear from the record it's it's completely unique you know there's not a huge amount of people doing mm-hmm. what he's doing you know so it's hugely excited to have a new a new record out for him Immunity was pretty um, uh, kind of dark very kind of um, there was a lot of kind of darkness and moodiness in it and weirdly enough this kind of has a more kind of a positive approach yeah mm-hmm. um, now to be honest like in, in terms of this record I'm, I'm I'm pretty biased. I don't know if I'll be able to like do much kind of uh, like I just really, really like this guy. He's like one of my massive influences as well. Okay. Um, the album itself is really interesting. He kind of talks about how it starts with this single note and it moves from this note into a whole pile of different sounds. And you'll actually hear the note like kind of coming down between tracks and stuff. And then at the very end, it's actually the same note with the same sound at the end. So it, like it's literally just looking like a kind of a one run and everything. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's 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 amazing. There's taste of like kind of burial stuff, Seagaro stuff. Um, there's kind of almost post rock kind of sounds in it and stuff as well. You know, there um, is there's moments on it that feel like they they nearly are asking to be played on like an electronic guitar in like yeah. an explosion yeah, in the yeah. sky sort of way. Really, and is, then yeah. there's other moments where it's so industrial yeah. and like just propelling forward with these like really big rhythms that. I don't know. They, they they're they're just un- undercutting these like really gorgeous melodic stuff that's mm-hmm. also going on, and I'm like, what's going on? <laughs> what what do I focus on here? This is yeah, awesome. Yeah. And then other tracks, I just completely zoned out and forgot that I was yeah yeah yeah, supposed yeah. To be so, listening this, to a critical. This is one of the issues as well. It's, I mean, it's quite hard to have a full album of tracks that have no vocals on them at all. Yeah, um, and the vocals that are there are are beautiful. Yeah, yeah, so super like kind of not a huge amount in it and stuff. Yeah, a lot of reverse stuff. There's a really great choral piece I think in um, 
what track was it? Uh, it's, uh, feel, take, f- uh, feel, feel First, first Life. life. That's yeah, it. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and that, that track is good. I think that's maybe my favourite on the yeah. record. It just, it takes its time so much to yeah, start. Yeah, really beautiful kind of slow down. It's the only gorgeous. one with drums and everything. Yeah, well. yeah. And it, it just, the, the vocals in it are so like lush and the mm-hmm. harmonies are beautiful. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's great. As we kind of touched on with Slow Skies, I mean, he has talked a lot about how meditation has changed his approach to stuff. And he moved to California. He learned how to meditate. And he's talked about how um, there used to be this kind of psychedelic spiritual aspect to a huge amount of dance. But now it's seen as a bit hippy dippyish, And mm-hmm. he wanted to kind of dive back into that. And you can definitely hear what he's going for, certainly in the more ambient stuff. Yeah, there's a sure. real kind of sense of calm or peace that he's trying to convey. Um and there's a real push and pull between the more kind of crunching, heavier stuff, which would be what I would know him most for. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. love just the very rhythmic, insane, computerized stuff that somehow he manages to pull off. Yeah. yeah. Um, I did feel w- with this, there was a lot of kind of re- reoccurring themes from Immunity. And it felt to me at times like he was kind of, not hedging his bets, but he was kind of, I don't know if he fully committed to either the ambient or right, yeah, the harder yeah. house stuff. I mean, there's not a huge amount of stuff on this you would, I can imagine, dancing to. Although I can't imagine dancing to much. In very yeah, nice. like, it's dan- dancing-wise, it's kind of top-heavy, I think. Like, once once you get past, like, neon pattern drum, even. Yeah, um, yeah. It starts slowing uh, down. A good yeah, bit. it yeah. sort of gets a bit, like, there's there's still those kind of rushing moments, but it, it, it yeah. all together is a lot more, uh, like, ambient, as you said. Mm-hmm. But... I, I I sort of like that he didn't settle between the two. I, th- I think he found a nice space between the two, especially once you get further along the album. Yeah. Um, because if it was entirely ambient, I think I would have gotten a little bit bored. There was just those moments that woke me up. A yeah, yeah. Times, sure. Yeah. It, it, to me, it feels like it, there feels like an incredible seamlessness to it. You know, I mean, the first like three listens that I listened to was basically I didn't listen without any of the track names or anything. It just felt like this piece. Yeah, it feels it, like it kind a piece. Yeah. It, again, it kind of proves this argument where there's there seems to be a huge argument going on in in dance music right now, where it's kind of like, is there any point in doing an album anymore? Because mm. you know, people will listen to one track or two tracks and stuff. But this definitely proves that you can do this like full album of seamless kind of pieces i really really love how he he kind of he he rides you into these drops without really realizing that you're there if you know what i mean the drops never feel like drops thank god because i think we're we're all very tired (laughs) of drops at this stage the pain by number drops is definitely not here you know which is which is fantastic i I think there's a really huge sense of atmosphere as well i mean from the first song that um the first song that i just played you just kind of get this real you're transported to a completely different place yeah. and stuff you yeah. know, um, which the he title, does succeed in. yeah the opening title track is really mm. like it reminded me of like the ocean or something like yeah. it's this real kind of brooding there's something big coming and yeah. it builds fantastically and Emerald Rush I think is like one of his I, I don't know his catalogue immensely but it has to be up there with his classics oh, yeah, right absolutely. it's a yeah. tremendous yeah. piece yeah. of work I thought maybe maybe the likes of Echo Dissolve and when he just breaks it down to very simple piano I don't know if they were interesting enough for me to kind mm-hmm. of warrant the length of times yeah. there was a track uh, Co- I think it's Cosm C-O-S-M yeah. that, that was the only one to Slightly me that felt like kind of like a nothing track yeah. I yeah. loved yeah. that track really? yeah. I, I, I loved how Feel First Life goes into that right yeah, uh, because yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It, it sort of uh, Feel First Life ends with this like like high 
droney string just this mm. very very like long note yeah. and it goes into Cosm but then you're 15 seconds into Cosm without realising that you're yeah, in yeah, a new yeah, song yeah. and yeah. I, I really like that I love Recovery I, I like how the album finishes Recovery has this beautiful moment at the end where and I guess like the fact that it's called Recovery and then there seems to be kind of like a life support machine yeah, sound at the yeah, very end like which is like beepy. real it got like real kind of like oh my god yeah there's sort of <laughs> beepy tones that I think might be lifted from Emerald Rush right like, yeah, 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 yeah second track and, back, and like, yeah. there's a few moments as well where it's kind of reference points yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. as you yeah. say kind of why it feels of a piece as well yeah. The, yeah. Uh, Luminous Beings which is the second last track is my all time favourite track for, of oh, his really? now it's like oh really, really? Yeah, it's, wow. really going. it's like 11.50 minutes yeah. and it's it just kept me interested the whole way through and I just really really adore yeah. that it was really nice and I think there's there's so much to be said for like the sound design and mixing on yeah, this like, yeah. because when you get this on a decent pair of headphones it's yeah. You see, I think that's the problem I'm having with some of it. And again, this is totally qualified because I thought it was a great listen and, uh, you know. Mm. But I think, like, yeah, when it gets into sound design and there's maybe sometimes a sheen and a kind of, it's so craftsmanlike and it's so immaculately done that I find I struggle to kind of have a gut connection with it, which you clearly do, Doc. There's like a kind of a a great thing that's kind of missing there. Yeah. Um, I, d- I don't quite know what it is. I think on this one as well, with the kind of, you know, wordless vocals, at times I felt a bit too weightless to actually, mm. there wasn't enough to hold on to. Yeah. Um, but it's so well pulled off overall. Like, if he's kind of really into meditation. Oh, he's also into, like, really, like, ice baths and the Wim Hof stuff. Which really? I got really excited about. <laughs> Do you know sh- this Wim Hof no, guy? No. He's this crazy Dutch dude who's, like, got his own breeding technique. Okay. And if oh, you yeah. T- yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you do this breeding, it's like you breathe in really deeply 30 times and then hold your breath. And you can immediately hold your breath for, like, four minutes at a time. Oh, wow. And he, what he does is he's called the like ice the, man. The things that kids do in a schoolyard. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. And you get a massive oh, rush from it. Dream like, oh, like, like hold your breath and you'll get a bit high kind <laughs> yeah, of stuff. Yeah, you do get high from it. But the thing except is... serious. Except <laughs> serious, though. Yeah, like, scientists have worked on him. <laughs> and he, No, he does... He's called the Iceman. He does all this insane stuff where I think he holds the world record for holding your brown in water. Oh, wow. And in ice water and, like, swimming under, like, glacial stuff. And then he's but done, like... The, the, he's climbed, like, like, like he's climbed Everest yeah, in his yeah. bare feet. Like. Yeah, he's climbed Everest in his bare feet and stuff wow. like that. So that... I was just thinking the whole time, yeah, listening to this, of like, yeah. oh, yeah, this is what he's into. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. It totally yeah. made yeah. sense. Um, it'll be interesting to see now, because I know Immunity, um, there was a lot of stuff where he released tracks afterwards with guest oh, vocals okay. later on. So it'll oh, be interesting be to interesting see now. Take on another life. Yeah, if you'll, like, double down, like, say, in a couple of months and release it with somebody else. He's kind of... I saw in an interview that he's really, really wanted to work with Tom York, which would be an incredible that would be a match made in heaven in my yeah. opinion like it would be great you know? or Johnny Greenwood yes right maybe. like yeah, yeah I yeah, kind yeah. of put them two together oh, more man, so than be amazing. more so than Tom just um, just do a feature on a radio head track yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay we're right. our ratings so. yeah let's do ratings I'm gonna go strong seven very strong seven okay. but I don't know I'd be lying if I said I connected with it enough to say it's a fucking huge recommend eight for mm-hmm. me but yeah, yeah. I appreciate it immensely <laughs> Um, it's not an album that I think connected with me personally. Like, like what you said, Craig. Like, it's it's not going to be an album that I bring to a desert island with me <laughs> if I'm to like, reference yeah, another Jesus. music podcast. <laughs> but I think yeah. um, I think it's excellent from start to finish. Yeah. I, there's very little I can fault with it technically uh, or yeah. melodically or anything um, sounds like a 10 out of 10 to me <laughs> it is a it is a very strong 8 
Okay, Apparently. great. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm going to go with a nine. I think um, um, just that cause it was there was the one kind of letdown thing where I just felt like even if, even if he had put like uh, if he had built it back up and then brought it back down to cause again or something, it just felt mm-hmm. like there was almost too much of a lull in that point. But by far one of the one of the best albums of the year for sure, mm-hmm. and one of the best albums of the decade. I'd say. High praise. How will our songs of the week fare? <laughs> um, let's just get to them straight away. Donald Glover, aka Childish Gambino. Here's the song we've been talking about. This is America. Don't catch you slipping now. Don't catch you slipping now. Look what I'm whipping now. This is America. Don't catch you slipping now. Don't catch you slipping now. Look what I'm whipping now. Look how I'm kicking now. I'm so pretty. I'm on Gucci. I'm so pretty. I'm on get it. This is Sally. Yeah, we're coming back in, and <laughs> we didn't actually play that clip in studio, but regardless, <laughs> my two colleagues were dancing. You don't need to. <laughs> um, very excited by This Is America. Um, we talked a lot about the video, um, which is just outstanding. He's quite the performer. How does the song um, stand up, and does it stand up on its own? Yeah, it's, it's kind of interesting, because there seems to be an awful lot of people, well, not an awful lot of people, but I've seen a good few people on Twitter kind of talk about how, oh, well, would this track be as good if it was just released without the video and stuff? And I think it's an amazing track. I think yeah. it's really, really great. Um, but it, it's kind of funny, like, it's one of those tracks that... Because you saw the video first, because the video is so iconic, you can't listen to this track without actually picturing it. And that's actually a good thing, you know, like that's actually a really solid thing. Um, there's a few tracks that can do that in your I head. I listened like, you to know. it, having not seen the video. Oh, I did. I listened yeah. to it first. So did I. And it was awesome. I was so excited. I dug it. Here's the thing I like him as a producer. I think mm. as a tune, it's great. I love the. Um, disparity obviously between the verses and the chorus it really gets the message across although I do think people are overhyping like he's kind of saying he's not really adding anything to any conversation is he if we get down to it I mean <laughs> it's a nice statement but he's kind of just saying I should probably carry a gun and the cops are a bit yeah, bad yeah. I mean he is do you know what I mean it's yeah. not the most complex thing that not he's totally com- compared like, yeah, to yeah. stuff Kendrick's been coming out with for example for sure yeah and yeah, I think yeah. that gets to my thing of like I've never really rated him as a rapper really I think he's pretty good and I think his his mm. sort of like short choppy nonsensical lyrics in this I don't know like it's he's probably maybe commenting on the fact that everything's already been said what else can we say yeah, yeah. about any of this you like, also see he's, he's kind of you can you can hear him like with that mumble stuff as well he's kind of almost I don't know somebody made a point that it was like this whole mumble rap thing that's fashionable at the moment is kind of the complete opposite of what America actually needs sure, you know what I mean yeah. this kind of like nonsensical stuff and then you, you can hear him like I mean there's, there's one line where it's like contraband 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 which is obviously like a like a reference yeah. to Gucci Gang and stuff you know where yeah. it's kind of like the you know the stuff that's that's being really popular at the moment is basically saying nothing so you could almost say <laughs> that him saying nothing is him actually saying it's something just, it's, <laughs> it's, it's postmodern that might be giving it too much that might be giving it too much I, I think in, in terms of the song itself um, I, I love the song I think the opening acoustic guitar is or like the acoustic guitar that yeah. runs through it is as melodic and pretty as mm-hmm. you're going to find in pop music or in yeah. hip hop today and it's played beautifully um, I think the the kind of running like the whoops and the ahs and the yeah all the ad libs yeah, yeah those those little bits that run alongside the rhythm just manage to 
make the entire song feel a lot more communal and a lot more yeah. kind of like it's centered around him but that there's something more vast around him and I think that that then leading into the gorgeous um like vocals the the harmonies yeah. with the with the gospel yeah. sound there's just there's so much going on there that it just even forget the video there's so much going on with those vocals and what they're mm. doing rhythmically that we can unpack like it's and yeah I, I, I think it's brilliant I just think it's great yeah okay fine maybe do you know what maybe I'm upset that like this has been used repeatedly on Twitter as a stick to beat Kanye with yeah that <laughs> I don't like I saw, I saw somebody like saying Kanye. like um, it's a really easy comparison oh my like, god it's like lazy yeah. Yeah. So, someone it's saying uh, Child, Child is going to be in Childish Gambino is the artist that Kanye is I mean, trying to be. Cool like, your jets. Okay. Yeah. There can Five be more than one black artist. Changing the face of hip-hop again and again. We'll yeah. come back to us when you do that. There's, there's I mean, more than one yeah. black guy making music today. Like, uh, and fine. actually, that's been said time and again that this is a problem that hip-hop is having a lot where it's just there, there's only one top dog and everyone sure. is constantly compared to everyone else. And yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, you need more of these messages from lots of different voices. Um, so Childish Gambino apparently is going to be like retired after this record. Do we feel... He said that the last record as well. So you I think thought. it's... Yeah, yeah not I would at all. Say, I'd say he probably does that so that when he releases some other piece of work that people don't just barrage him. Like, so when's the next album coming out? Like, yeah, yeah and I think he, he was saying as well that um, in terms of his work, like his work as, as Donald Glover, he's never going to be just doing one thing. Mm. So he'll, he'll always be doing his visual stuff, he'll always yeah. be doing his audio stuff, but that it's all supposed to be... One, one giant yeah, thing, yeah. you know, yeah. and they do they do slide into each other pretty well, you know. I mean, even you, you look at Atlanta and what it's like, and I mean, mm. even if you pair this song with Redbone, I mean, that's an incredible <laughs> pair Change, of amazing yeah. tracks, right? Yeah. It's great. Yeah, this song sounds like what Atlanta looks like. Yeah, I right. That's it's, great. It's that's like, really good. Yeah. 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 Oh, guys, why don't you just marry him? <laughs> Okay. Well, he's going to be in a Star Wars movie. <laughs> <laughs> Dre, pick a number between oh. two and five, please. Uh, pick number four, please. <laughs> you've oh, why got, did I do that? You've got <laughs> Jimmy Eat World. Oh. Jimmy Eat World are back, everybody. Um, two songs, one of which is this. Ain't some magical thing was love never um and it's a real kind of blast from the past but now isn't it <laughs> it so is like it feels like it could be however many years old it feels like it could break into the course of the middle at any moment <laughs> it's, doesn't it's it? book rogers by feeder the, the opening i was going to say right? yeah it's, it's that yeah. song but worse <laughs> in 2018 but this is the thing there's, there seems to be this kind of big emo revival I was forced to review a Fall Out Boy album not long ago <laughs> oh, on this very podcast which was god awful and like was so bad so like uh, to be honest I kind of enjoyed this compared to the rest of the stuff that was there so I, I kind of liked it yeah were they kind of <laughs> <laughs> the other track Half Heart is a bit more interesting um it sounds maybe like I don't know if Snow Patrol were really really into like Billy Corgan and came from Arizona oh yeah that sounds awesome but like better than that <laughs> seven album deal to right me. there but certainly Love, for, Love Never is 
I don't need it. It's like, a big thing about numbers. Well, that's that's what they're they're kind they've kind of always been like. They're like very workmanlike. They're less like that kind of alternative stuff they came up with. I mean, you have the down tuned guitars, but really, they remind me a lot of like US new wavy stuff. Like they could sure. be the cars. Like yeah. they're always aiming for that hook, and like yeah. we'll get to the chorus and blah blah blah. Um, yeah, and this felt very like I don't know. We're grown up now. Like lyrically, it was a lot of kind of you know. Uh, oh, do you know love, what love I just figured out I still love my wife and I'm going to stay there for you know for the kids it was that kind of song yeah, wasn't I, it I, I think like he, they're still singing to lonely teenagers who feel like they're never going to find love yeah. and I'm like who have very clearly moved on oh, yeah I, I think they're right? singing okay. now to like teenagers that are now still lonely but in yeah, their late 30s and they're and never going it's, like, it's just kind of find a new angle guys and yeah like they've always been formulaic yeah so I can't blame them and it's it's probably just an unfortunate week as well like we can't really go from talking about this is America yeah it's been a good week for to, music in general to it's Jimmy pretty, world like do you know it's going. sort of yeah it's a bit unfortunate for them but <laughs> okay. I think even so so awful. it's a no from us um, <laughs> no. Dahi uh, give me a two a three or a five please uh, I'll go for a three Three, it's Florence and the Machine. We talked about her lasting on the show. We probably won't do the album, so this is fine. And this is hunger. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so Florence will be returning with Highest Hope on June 29th. Um, and yeah, we were we talked about Sky Full of Song on this podcast previously and we were pleasantly surprised at her level of restraint, I guess. Um, it was a good track. And I have to say, this is kind of more of the same in a very good way for me. I actually enjoyed this track. It reminded me a bit of Enya. What do you guys think? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I really liked it actually as well. Yeah, I thought it was like a true. really solid, good pop tune. It is. There's a feeling in certain parts where it's almost like a like a killer song. There's like there's certain ways the way she's delivering stuff as well feels a bit like the killers. I think that's interesting. Um, but uh, yeah, she's she's absolutely amazing. It's really really good to have her voice back. I think. Um, and just in, small in general, doses. in small doses, yeah, yeah. I I thought it was really good. I can imagine it being all over the radio for the rest of the year. Um, it'll probably be everywhere, right? Yeah, for try. Dave Hanready, this one's for you. <laughs> I I didn't like this at all. Um, I, I I like her. I think she's cool. Mm. I really liked her first two albums. I was disappointed by the third one. Mm. Um, I don't think this song hits the way it thinks it does. Mm. I don't think the lyrics are as impactful as okay. they should be from should her. Be, yeah. I think um, they just they fall they fell a little flat. It felt like a reworking of Shake It Out. It was the same sort of message with. And, and not as good a song mm. to me um, her voice is starting to it's 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 kind of going into one of three things it's either okay. very soft and sweet this middle-y sort of warble and then yelling and she's she's sticking around the middle warble a bit too much for me and see I like the middle warble it's, it's, <laughs> yes. it's what what my problem with this and what my problem with the third album in general was that she she stopped building to 
big vocal moments you know she'd right. just kind of she'd go from being very soft to very loud mm. like over and over and over again the, in, in like the space the of a few bars there. yeah. they're all over the place like and they're very impressive but they're a mm. bit oppressive on my ears to okay, be honest yeah. okay. but, I, w- I would um, say the instrumental ver- like the actual track stuff is actually pretty normal as well there's yeah. not, nothing really really amazing like the machine in this situation isn't really doing much yeah, like, yeah. yeah. all Florence <laughs> no machine <laughs> Um, okay, so Tess sort of thumbs up to Florence as long as she sorts out her voice and it thumbs down <laughs> for the machine as we move on. Get it together, the <laughs> machine. Yeah, yeah. Dre, um, would you like to pick between two and five, please? I'll pick number two, please. Okay, it's the return of Jungle four years on from their debut album of the same name. This is Happy Man. It was Happy Man, which was released alongside House in LA. Um, they're still kind of doing their neo soul thing. They've gone in a slightly different direction, maybe. I think his vocals constantly make constantly remind me of other songs they've had. Like this was yeah. very yeah. busy earning, wasn't it? This feels very much like a jungle track. Yeah, mm. like they haven't actually changed up a huge amount. It feels like you know, no. There's a good chorus. I'm but, happy um, about that. I, th- I think I, yeah, I really totally like this song. Yeah, I think yeah. it, it bangs. Like it's it's just yeah. really really good. Um, yeah, the, the chorus is really, really nice. I really like like the chorus. It's, it felt like really I could sing along to it, which is kind of a, a bit different to what I would usually do with jungle stuff. I also like that other track, House in LA, that came out at the same yeah. time. Yeah, I thought that was always a bit more unique, you know. Yeah, it's it, that's a lot different to mm-hmm. the stuff on the first album. It's kind of not as kind of rhythm driven yeah, yeah. I guess mm. um, they're so good at this kind of like world building stuff as well with both the videos that came out as well it's kind of oh, like yeah this is like so kind of exactly what you want out of Jungle this like real world building of like yeah. you're in their world when you're listening to the stuff and they've really created it I will say that like this song is like a shoe in for some sort of Bulmer's ad for oh yeah, that's yeah, my that's problem it. With yeah. It. and yeah like there's a slight progression in terms of what they're doing like you could say that neo soul thing, but they actually sound quite British to me. Always, mm. like, there's definite kind of trip hop undertones there. There's even moments, um, just musically, that remind me of like Aphex Twin. Yeah, like Window yeah. Liquor, but without the kind of nightmarish genius. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was definitely but like, uh, like Aphex Twin for an IKEA ad, or yeah, yeah. Something yeah. Like yeah. That. There's something a bit darker. Yeah, there's kind of darker tones in it, and I, I, I'd be interested to see if they play more with that instead of kind of going more the hit route mm-hmm. but yeah. like as as jungle tracks go as pop songs go it's great so maybe like Happy Man is like easing us in they seem yeah. like smart Absolutely. guys there's an album coming out is there yeah I believe so there's no release date as yet okay. it's kind of this and they're not they're waters. not really an album band yeah, anyway so it's, yeah. they, they kind of have yeah. free range re- reign here um, very, they kind of started just totally anonymous didn't they and that was it was all about image building and they kind of didn't really identify who was in the band I actually talked right, to yeah. one of them when they weren't going by their proper names, I think, which was a bit awkward when you were trying to bring them. <laughs> 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 um, 
What did you have to call him? Uh, I think it was T or J. I think oh. it might be J. All I remember is that because they're on C? XL. <laughs> I wish he had it. Um, this was four years ago, and my main burning question that I had written down was because they're on XL. It's just like, have you seen Jay Paul around? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And he was like, yeah, yeah, he's brilliant. Yeah. And I'm like, what's going on? And it's just like, no one knows, man. No one knows. He's four a, years he's a ago. He's a ghost. Four years ago. Get him um, on the pod. We need so, an update. Yeah. Um, and finally, Dahi, would you please select a number between five and five? Um, I think I'm going to go for uh, five, I'd say. Good choice. We've got Skepta <laughs> back. Um, and this is Pure Water. Instead of looking for the top boy, it must have been looking for me. Well, who's asking? I clock the game, I'm still barring. Please don't speak to me when I'm dancing. Every day they pray that I fall off, I'm popping up like what's warning. They say a girl is a gun, see a man walking with his wife and I disarm him. The way I stepped in there with the SKA. Fam, serious techers, brand new vest, same old levers. She knows we are the real good fellas. We can be cool, yeah, we can ride out. Please just don't get jealous. Start texting me crazy, I gotta take desperate measures I just came back from Mars in my new spaceship, it was a perfect landing What do you mean, what do you mean, I'm a king, she's a queen man, you know what's happening Okay, yeah, so Skepta's back um, with Pure Water, you just heard a little glimpse over there um, What do we we think, are we... I mean, Kanichiwa was such a big moment for yeah, Grime. Yeah, huge. He's obviously, like, one of the most respected guys. He's been around for a long time. It felt like a great moment for him as well. Um, this, I mean, I love his voice. Um, he always has kind of interesting stuff to say, even if he doesn't quite say it on this one. He definitely pro- doesn't say it on this the one. Production the production is sounds extremely dated as well. Yeah, I mean, there's Street Fighter, like, video game lines yeah, and stuff in perfect. there. Which is, like, early grime stuff that he's just repeated again and again and again. Um, I don't know. Yeah, like, uh, it's kind of... I, I find it really interesting that, like, himself and JME, his brother kind of very push this idea of like clean living which is always really interesting because it almost seems at odds with the whole grime scene yeah. really. or just I guess the whole rap scene I guess but like you know this whole like the <laughs> is like pure water and lots of ice she knows that I'd be the boss of life was like the main refrain of the song stay hydrated stay hydrated <laughs> like, no, that's it's, it's nice. really important like, yeah, if you're going to be making beats yeah, good but man. also he'll take your woman he like will he's, take he's your bragging about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but that's a given. Like you know, you have but to he'll make sure to. she's hydrated. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Isn't he with Naomi Campbell at the moment? Is not a thing. Is he really? Yeah, I believe so. Uh, Good on him. Um, which is very exciting for everyone. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It, he isn't actually saying a huge man in this track at all. And uh, it's a lot of kind of haters be hating, and I'm the yeah. Know, it's a it's, it's kind of paint by numbers as well. But it's a, it's a bit funny because like I don't know, it, it came up first on his YouTube and then got taken down pretty quickly. But it's up on Spotify now. I presume this is kind of like an ease in thing that he'll need to like start doing festival shows, I guess. Okay, and then he'll release like a big proper thing pretty soon. Yeah, I mean, you presume that's what's going to happen, but I'm not sure. I mean, Dre, your take on grime as a genre in in fifteen minutes or less? Grime <laughs> is a long fine. Grime is fine. Yeah, I mean, we'll probably just say like it took me a long time to yeah. figure out grime. Yeah. I, I, I felt like show. and and I felt like and I think I was correct that it, you know it's not for me. You know, yeah. nobody mm. cares if I like grime. You know, it's not. I'm not. I'm not the target audience or anything. But when. I sort of gave it a chance. Like l- last summer was like a big time, huge, for yeah, yeah. Like, where especially you, in Ireland, I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, th- I think it kind of brought brought me around to it a bit more, and it's just. I I focus so much on listening to US hip hop that I should definitely mm. get get more on on that that side. I think it's become so ubiqu- ubiquitous without me listening to it that I hear a lot of it through like a filter of 
parodies of it. Sure. Right, yeah, so yeah, I'm yeah. immediately just hearing like Man's Not Hot. Man's Not Hot, right, yeah. 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 It, was, it was Stormzy's album, actually, Gang Signs and Prayers, which kind of made it all click for me because me just too. his just raw power yeah. and charisma and there's a real urgency and that felt like an instant classic. Yeah. Whereas Skepta stuff didn't quite do it for me. Yeah. And this is more of that. Yeah. I mean, I think he's an interesting dude, but I'm not connecting in that. Yeah, I think... As you say, I'm probably not meant to. <laughs> yeah, I think Skepta's the, the kind of grime that I just sort of leave where it is and I'm mm. like, it's it's not for me but there there is such good stuff out there mm. that it's it's well it's like any genre it's it's well worth find, finding the yeah, best yeah. of there's it there's definitely some really good points you know? in it yeah. Yeah, yeah. we'll just listen to what Drake nicks how about that yeah because <laughs> <okay. laughs> yeah, he definitely seems to be picking up the yeah. best yeah. Stuff. Um, in terms of other listening guys anything you want to big up this past week um, I've been very busy in work so I've been listening to the uh, Lord of the Rings soundtrack to in get work. some stuff done wow um, does it make work seem very epic altogether yeah. <laughs> <in Hijack? laughs> there's been a lot of that but um, no I'm just I'm listening to a hell of a lot of Father John Misty he's playing oh, at the end of the month yeah I'm very um, excited um, I hear the new album's really good yeah I, I um, we don't know of course no it hasn't been released no, yet no it hasn't been officially released yet but I hear it's really <laughs> but good but I hear it's great <laughs> um, I have barely been listening to anything to be honest I'm, I'm, working, I'm working on an album myself so I'm kind of like just constantly trying to work out my own stuff without <laughs> t- taking oh, influence sorry, from I want to put pressure on you I was, I was talking to my hair my barber yeah Yesterday. Your hair barber. My hair barber. My hair barber. I have, I have four different barbers for different parts of my life. Johnny's hair barber. Uh, I, I was talking to him. What are the other three? He, he said that he That's had gotten a, a link to uh, to the new Arctic Monkeys album. So he was telling me all about that. So I'm looking oh, forward yeah. to seeing that. Apparently oh, it's going to yeah. be a disaster. But we're going to see. Oh, really? It is. Yeah. It is. Yeah. That's what people it are is. Is it going to be a disaster? Yeah, I think so. I, I hope it's not. <laughs> but... It's gonna, it's gonna be a disaster. I don't know. I saw, I read the enemy review because Dave was slagging it off. He was like, "Look at this, look at this." But everything they were kind of saying about it, even the bits that sounded a bit suspect, made me think I'll probably enjoy this, even if yeah, it's a car like crash. The, the like it's is, right up my street. Do you know what yeah. I mean? The day it comes out, we're all gonna have a great oh, time. Oh, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. but it's, it's definitely be a moment. Like yeah. yeah. Well, on that, like all I've been listening to has been some absolute legend put together a Spotify playlist of every song that Alex Turner has referenced as something he loves recently in interviews or just anything like that and he does have really good taste so it's worth checking out everything from Nina Simone to just like yeah it's really out there stuff that is good but it's great listen so um, maybe I'll tweet it out or something from the at no encore show thing or even my own at Craigie Slane add me (laughs) as a friend and we can be friends (laughs) me as a friend Dohi take us to the bridge Uh, yeah (laughs) thanks very much for coming to the show guys fantastic (laughs) thank you for having us Dohi we'll have another guest host next Week, God knows like he'll be here. Yeah, yeah. This Hopefully. was good though. I feel like we. This might be the we best episode we've ever. Yeah. yeah, first time. So we did it, guys. You know, can I get us to clear back? She was really good. Yes, last. She last was time great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Okay. So that's about it. Uh, have a great weekend <laughs> and uh, enjoy John Hopkins. Listen to John Hopkins, everybody. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah, listen, John. Um, and to play us out um, after Slow Skies being so kind as to come in and join us, we'll celebrate the release of that album Realign, which we wholeheartedly recommend. It's in all good stores. Um, physical and digital now we thought to place out we'd give fire a full spin so yeah pick it up if it takes your fancy um, say the immortal words Dahi uh, just basically say words. things about this is no encore oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. encore encore um, yeah, yeah uh, <laughs> hey this is Dahi and uh, <laughs> there will be no encore peace out bye Woo. picking up the Go me see I
This podcast is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. This is for Bush Gardens Williamsburg. Spot titled BGW slash 21 slash census slash SN slash July 4th slash save up to 40% slash FC slash tickets slash radio. It's a 30-second spot, and the code is VBGW021039R. Nothing ignites your senses like the European adventures and world-class thrills of Busch Gardens Williamsburg. Hear the gravity-defying drops and speed of our record-breaking coasters. See the world's most beautiful theme park as you stroll through our elegantly themed villages. And treat all your senses to the live concerts, nightly fireworks and coasters in the dark at summer nights. June 25th to July 29th. Save up to 40% on tickets and fun cards. Hurry, offer in soon. Restrictions apply. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.